right, your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday, October the 7th of 2020. I guess the big news in the world is the passing of Eddie Van Halen, Mm -hmm. who is one of the founding members of truly one of the most legendary rock bands of all time when you think about Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen passed away at the age of 65 after a long battle with cancer. So that was a big story and a lot of the tributes that came out, not only from, you know, other rock guys, but also from really every walk of life in music. So we'll get into that as we go throughout the day today. Again, it's October the 7th. It is National Walk to School Day. Maybe a tad bit chilly for that this morning. I remember thinking it was so cool when I had the chance to walk to school. Uh Uh-huh. You know, because it was like probably, I don't know, five or six blocks from our house. Right. And my mom finally had the the courage to allow us to walk. And you, I mean, that was basically a sign that you were grown. Oh, yeah. So we'd yeah. run in between houses and down alleyways and silly stuff like that. Because all of a sudden, we were rebels. Stuff that we would never let our kids do now. There's no way. Hey, Kai, go ahead and just walk to school. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. <laughs> Used to bike to school. You had those I bike know. racks out mm-hmm. front. Lock your bike up. Yeah, we would ride, me and my friend Joe, who is not imaginary, as Kelly tries to say. You just use Joe a lot. Well, he was my only friend. <laughs> That's why he gets used all the time. <laughs> but anyway, we would ride our bicycles all over our city. You know, let, let's yeah. say we're probably three miles from home. Mm-hmm. We do not let that happen now. No. It's just not going to happen. So National Walk to School Day today. It's also National Frappe Day. So if you mm-hmm. want a blended frozen type drink, uh, drink with some whipped cream on top, that sounds mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah. Also, National Bathtub Day. Hmm. Let's be honest. The last time you sat down in a bath, how long ago? Uh, it's, been a, it's been over a year. Yeah, I can't tell you the last time I've done that. Yeah. I must have been sick. And I'm telling you, if I'm in a bath with no <laughs> bubbles, the lights are off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> this is clear water. This ain't working. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1994, and Joe Diffie had the number one song in country music on this day. Cause and effect, chain of events, all of the chaos makes perfect sense. When you're spinning round, things coming down. Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. We talked to him a couple of years ago. He was really nice. He's passed away since then. The kid guns a gas car, starts to swerve. Heads for a semi-truck, jumps the curb. Truck hits a big boy in the Shoney's parking lot. He flies through the air, takes out the bank clock. Clock strikes a light pole, transformer sparks. Lines go downtown, goes dark. It's Joe Diffie. Number one in 94. Waitress calls a cop, says she saw it all. Swears a giant alien is landed at the mall. Cops ring up the mayor, says there's panic in the streets. We hate to wake you up, but we can't find the chief. Mayor says use your head if he ain't in his car. He's hiding from his wife down at Smokey's Bar. Come on now. Who does that? Cause and effect. Chain of events, all of the chaos makes perfect sense. When you're spinning round, things come undone. Go for it, Kelly, it's yours. Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. Cause and effect, chain of events. 
sense when you're spinning round things coming down. Come on, Joe Giffen. Welcome to Earth, the rock from the sun. Welcome to Earth, the rock from the sun. Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. Third rock from the sun. Joe Diffie. It was number one on this day in 1994. What's happening with your favorite celebrities? Brandon Baxter in the morning's got your gossip. Well, news is out that Eddie Van Halen, the rock star from the band Van Halen, who did so many of the iconic songs of the 80s and 90s, has passed away at the age of 65. He's had a long battle with cancer. Uh, they attribute that probably to excessive drinking early in his life and uh, quite a bit of smoking as well. But, you know, really sad to see how many people really looked up to him as such a great guitarist. Mm-hmm. He's one of the founding members of Van Halen. His ex-wife, Valerie Bertinelli, was right there with the family as uh, it was toward the end. So just a sad end to somebody who really put out so many songs and so many songs that many of us have heard for most of our lives. Hot for teacher. I mean, you could go through so many of these songs. Eddie Van Halen has passed away at the age of 65. funny as you go throughout your life when you hear 65 that doesn't Mm -hmm. sound like it's old the story is eddie van halen was first treated for tongue cancer in 2000 and then there were issues essentially after that and uh, just a sad end But again, Eddie Van Halen, a true rock god, has passed away at the age of 65. Got you gossip on the Jurassic World franchise. So by this time, I don't think any of us are surprised if something gets pushed back or canceled as far as the entertainment world goes. And it looks like it's going to be a minute before we will get to see the dinosaurs again. The upcoming movie, Jurassic World Dominion, is the latest film that has had to be pushed back because of the pandemic. And it hasn't only been pushed back a year. It was intended to come out June 2021. But now they've pushed it even further to June 
2022. Oh my gosh. So this seems to follow what other films have had to do as far as moving the release date. James Bond, No Time to Die, the next Fast and the Furious film. But again, Jurassic World Dominion release date pushed to 2022. I'll tell you that my son is going to be very disappointed. Yeah. He's a big fan of dinosaurs Mm -hmm. and the whole Jurassic World deal. And he just brought it up the other day. He's like, hey, mom, Jurassic World Dominion comes out early next year. And now I guess we'll have to break the news to him today that it's not coming out next Mm -hmm. year. And got your gossip on David Letterman. <clears throat> he has a show on Netflix. It's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction, mm-hmm. where he basically uh, he basically sits down on a stage in a theater with some big Hollywood A-lister and asks these questions that he probably wouldn't have been able to ask or get away with on his television yeah. show. So we now know in season three, some of the people who are showing up, and that includes Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. that includes Lizzo, Robert Downey Jr., yes. and Kim Kardashian, one of the teasers that's out right now this morning is Kim Kardashian breaking down and saying mm. it's something, and we don't know what she's talking about, but she basically says, hey, I've talked about this a lot, and it brings me to tears all the time. So the teaser is out, especially if you're a fan of David Letterman. You grew up watching David Letterman. It's a different look, the big white mm. beard, and kind of a different style of interview, but it's a pretty fun show to watch. So my next guest needs no introduction. David Letterman on Netflix, and the teaser is out this morning. And of course, every morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Would you like to do a little game of trivia? Oh, <laughs> anytime you ask me something like that, you have a plan to make me look foolish. No, you do that without me. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. So here's what I want to ask. Let's do a little bit of trivia this morning. This is spur oh. of the moment, unprepared trivia. You love this. Name the main character on the cartoon, The Flintstones. Fred? Fred what? Flintstone? You are correct. What was their hometown? What city did they live in? From the bedrock. Bam. What was Fred Flintstone's wife's name? Uh, wait. Was she the red? Yeah, she's the redheaded one. Um, uh, Wilma. Wow, you're pretty good at Flintstones trivia. Well, it's just because I know the song. Wilma. All right, the next door neighbor, the male next door neighbor. Barney. Barney. Barney what? Rubble. Barney Rubble. Man. I should do this for a living. Barney Rubble's wife? Betty. Betty Rubble. Man, you are pretty good at this. Yeah, I am. Let's keep going. What else can I think of here? Because again, this is unprepared. I've got one question. for you. No, don't. It's not about me. What was the little girl's name? Uh, that's Pebbles. What was the little boy's name? That's Bam Bam. Bam, what, Bam, Bam. What was the dog's name? Dino. <laughs> Dang, we're pretty good at this. <laughs> we could beat anybody at Flintstones trivia. <laughs> is that a thing? What kind of vitamins do I take? Flintstones. Yeah. How about that? What was the name of the little guy who flew? The guy who would fly around? The, the Martian? Little... Yeah. Gizmo? Mosmo? Gizmo Mosmo. I don't know. What? What is it? Give it to me. Pick one. It's not either of those. You think I it's know. Gizmo? It's something weird like that, right? Do you, do you think it's Gizmo? I know it's not Gizmo. Gizmo You're looking at from... me like I'm an idiot. From from the Gremlins. Yes. Oh, it's Gizmo. <laughs> Wasn't it Kazoo? Cause, see, it was something weird. Yes, Kazoo. All right, so anyway, Fred Flintstone, uh, he powered his vehicle with what? His feet. Okay. Okay, just wanted to see if you knew your Flintstones because you'll be excited about this. Fruity Pebbles. We talked about the cereal yesterday, yeah. right? And I love that cereal, but I love it dry because if it gets in the milk, it gets too soggy. Here we go with the milk. So now we have Fruity Pebbles candy bars. What? They're putting them out in stores right now. And the deal is it looks like it's some type of, uh, like a, probably like a white chocolate with mm. fruity pebbles mixed in. I'll definitely try it. 
I will too. Mm-hmm. And I don't like advent- I don't like being adventurous and trying very many new candy bars. But on the Fruity Pebbles candy bar, I'm in. <laughs> One more question. What was it that Fred Flintstone would say no. very loud at the top of his lungs? It wasn't Good Morning Arkansas. But it was three words. What was it? I've got three words for you. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, there's a sign that your guy might be more likely to cheat. And it's something that we can all hear. They say the story is, according to a recent research study, that men with deeper, sexier voices are more likely to cheat. Hmm. Which I found interesting. So if you see somebody or actually hear somebody who has that big, deep voice, you can already start passing judgment. Cheater. Sam right there. You know how I know? His voice gives it away every time. How, how do they study that? Well, what they think is that guys with deeper voices have more testosterone. And if you have more testosterone in your body, you are more likely to cheat. What? Um. <laughs> uh-uh. Don't you? No, no, no. I'm drawing <clears throat> the line. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. There's a line. Oh. <laughs> do not cross that line because that's dumb. Okay. That is dumb. All right. Well. D-U-M-B. I've, I've heard some of your commercials <clears throat> before. I just Yeah. The, the least deep voice ever on radio. I remember when I first started, there was a guy who worked here. His name, because I would kind of scream early on. I didn't know what I was doing. It's like, ah! <laughs> you know, kind of like that. And uh, the guy said, "Hey, uh, maybe you should deepen your voice a little bit before you get on the radio." I'm like, "Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate that." <laughs> mm-hmm. L.J. Duke, I'll never forget that. Man, okay. So, and then there was a point where I was hoping my voice would get deeper, so I would try to talk in a deeper voice. Could you could you show us what you would do? Oh. No, I can't because I'm so I I don't even know how I would try it. Hmm. But back then, it was like a big deal. You wanted to have you wanted to have that radio voice. I actually have some audio of you no. from 20 years ago. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? You liked it back then, but I'm telling you, it would sound really <laughs> obnoxious right now if I was doing that. But you know how the radio voice thing is a thing. Yeah. Like for people who think about radio. Yeah. Like for real, if you if you talk to us anywhere, we're gonna sound the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some radio people turn on this radio voice. <laughs> That can be that, or <laughs> or they talk like, how are you doing? Yes. And it's really silly, right? So every time something, like somebody does a skit on radio, they're all going to have that silly radio uh-huh. over the top sound. Yeah. Hey, what's happening over here? We're getting ready to do a lot of stuff. You sound just like one of those. I don't know. But it was also a big compliment back, like when you would talk to people, especially older radio people, and this mm-hmm. is again, this is probably a little bit inside, but it's, it sounds so silly because somebody would be like, oh, I talked to so-and-so, he's got some good pipes. <laughs> and I always thought that sounded so toolish. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, he's got some pipes on him. I always think that's singers too. We've got some pipes. Some pipes. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. No, don't say that. <laughs> Because it sounds dumb. It's kind of inside radio. <laughs> Did I tell you the other day I was standing around uh, two people who worked here and they're on air people and we were having a conversation and it was actually one of the most annoying conversations I've ever heard because it was like radio people talking like they were on the air, but they weren't. <laughs> and it was so, I'm like, who oh my gosh. It? What's their no. initials? I'm not going to say that, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is the most annoying conversation ever. And it's people I like, but everybody kind of was doing their, hey, yeah. what's happening? <laughs> But it's like we're doing that to each other. Like, why? I don't Just know. drop it. Drop your pipes. We don't need your pipes at this point. 
Oh, pipes. Anyway, if you have a deeper voice, if your guy has it, he's hey. more likely to cheat. Watch out. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. A 47-year-old woman named Alice went into a jewelry store in Winter Haven, Florida, to try to sell them a ring. She said she had found it using a metal detector on the beach. But when an employee inspected it, the ring didn't have any of the damage they'd expect if it had been on a beach. And the ring also looked like it was just stolen that week from the same store during a burglary. She did not go back to the same place. As it turns out, yes, that's what it was. The woman tried to sell the stolen ring back to the jewelry store she had (laughs) stolen it from. So she could have at least maybe tried a pawn shop first, I would think. Or a different jewelry store. Right. Well, Alice is now facing felony charges for grand theft and dealing in stolen property. But speaking of stealing jewelry, you want to hear a joke about thieves? Ooh, I'd love to. Well, you may not like it. Why? It's stolen. Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I'm afraid that was it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's as good as it gets. (laughs) And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, October the 7th of 2020. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Robert Garrison of Walnut Ridge, Sandy Road. From Rector Celebrates, we have David Ward of Haskell, Gage Blue of Jonesboro Celebrates, LaDonna Richardson, happy birthday. Rhett Reeves is turning 12 and attends Wynn Junior High. And as a matter of fact, that is Scott Seiler, our general manager's great nephew. So happy birthday, Rhett. Uh, Also celebrating today, Jenny Guthrie has a birthday today. Courtney Daniel of Tyronza. Pam Wood of Jonesboro. She's celebrating, so happy birthday, Pam. Joni White of Marmaduke. Allie Wood from Wynn turns nine. Hallie Jean Baker of Jonesboro turns four. And Wyatt Mitchell of Pocahontas turns 12 today. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Louis Capaldi is 24 today. Now, he does this song right now. the day bleeds into nightfall, and you know he is to get me through it all. I let my gut down, and then you pull the rug. I was getting kind of used to being so Happy birthday, Louis Capaldi. 24 today. Holland Roden is 34 today. That's Liddy on MTV's Teen Wolf. Taylor Hicks is 44. That was American Idol's gray-haired fifth season winner. I remember that Yeah, guy. I do too. Tony Braxton is 53 today. Simon Cowell is 61 today. Let's see. Tico Torres from Bon Jovi oh, yeah. is 67.
Nico Torres, Bon Jovi, 67 today. David Hope from Kansas is 71. Carry on the Hollywood Kansas, 71. Joy Behar is 78 today from The View. And John Cougar Mellencamp is 69 today. Oh, ain't that America for you and me? Oh, ain't that America something to see, baby? Ain't that America home of the free? Yeah. Little big houses for you. How about more John Cougar? Come on now. My parents live in the same small town. My job is a small town. We're some small town people, right? Come on now. You know, Kelly actually has something in common with John Mellencamp. I do. Both known as Cougar. So. <laughs> that is oh, so yeah. Life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Come on. Oh, yeah. Life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Walk on. He's 69 today. The Cougar. John Cougar Mellencamp. Let's celebrate. Little Jack and Diane. This one's a little ditty. Checks his back, flexes, thoughts for the moment Scratches his head and does, does his best James Dean Well, Nan, Nan, Diane, you gotta run off to city Diane says, baby, you ain't missing nothing But Jack say, oh yeah, life goes on Long after the thrill of living is gone Long after the thrill of gone. Happy birthday to John Cougar Mellencamp, who celebrates today. So let it rock. Come on. Let it roll. Let the Bible bail. Come and save my soul. Hold on to 16 as long as you can. Changes come around real soon. Make us women. Why does that song just feel right? Doesn't it feel right? John Cougar Mellencamp, 69 today. Happy birthday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Today is October the 7th. Today in pop culture. Let's run through some stuff. 1998. It was 22 years ago. The original TV show Charmed debuted on the WB Network. That was Alyssa Milano. Mm -hmm. That was Shannon Doherty. Holly Marie Combs. Did you watch that? I did not. I didn't either. But I probably should have. I might watch the reruns. Is that a manly show? Sure. Charm? Mm-hmm. 2008 Spotify launched, which is crazy to think oh. it's been that long ago. They said the most streamed song in the month of October, the month of their launch, was a Coldplay song. Viva La Vida. In 2017, Cardi B was number one on the pop charts with this one. I don't dance now, I make money moves. Say I don't gotta dance, I 
dance, I make money move. If I see you now, it's 2017. Again, today in pop culture, Alanis Morissette in 1995 went to number one with her album that was titled Jagged Little Pill. It featured this one. Women loved it. Jagged Little Pill also had this one. And Kelly, of course, it had. Oh, yeah. You ought to know. And every time you speak her name, you know how you told me how you tell you die, tell you die, when you're still alive and I'm here. Welcome to 1995. I heard you were super cool in 1995. Dude, I was. I was a big fan of Alanis Morissette, too. It's 1995. Also, let's go back again to 2017, because in 2017, on October the 7th, Jason Aldean showed up on Saturday Night Live. Mm -hmm. He was there after the Las Vegas massacre Mm -hmm. where he was performing, and he performed a Tom Petty classic that night. After gunfire was shot at his concert. Again, it was on this day, October the 7th of 2017, that Jason Aldean was on SNL. And that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A state is scheduled to play this weekend at home. Do you see what I'm doing right now? <laughs> How many times have we talked My about the home opener? are crossed. But it does look like, you know, so far, I mean, here we are Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've had a couple of games canceled that were supposed to be the home opener, and we're getting set now for... The game that was originally supposed to be the home opener, which is now again the home opener, mm-hmm. A-State versus UCA. And I'm excited to get to be a part of football yeah. again, even though it's going to look different. Like, I don't even know what it's going to look like. I know. And where I'm going to be and what I'm going to mm-hmm. be doing. But I'll get to be a part of it in uh, whatever form that we can mm-hmm. actually make, you know, safe and socially distanced yeah. for everybody. So, A-State football this weekend. There is going to be a rush to get tickets, and the rush is going to happen because there's limited seating. Yeah. Like, they can't fill the stadium. Mm-hmm. So if you want to get tickets, find out more at astateredwolves.com. Country Music News. K-Fine. Country Music News. On Brandon Baxter in the morning. So we've mentioned throughout the morning the passing of Eddie Van Halen. 65, he passed away after a long battle with cancer. They first found tongue cancer back in 2000. And then things got better and then things spread. And it was just... Just a terrible end, and there were so many country stars who went out of their way to pay tribute to Eddie Van Halen, including people like Brad Paisley, 
who says, I'm so sad to hear that we lost Eddie Van Halen today. I loved everything about the fire and style he brought to the guitar. I studied him. Heck, everybody did. We all wanted to play just like him. So I thought that was really sweet. Keith Urban goes on to say, there are lots of great guitar players in the world, but very few true innovators, which I thought was really neat. He shared a photo of Eddie Van Halen. Kenny Chesney also posted about his friend as well. So those are all out on social media. Again, the passing of Eddie Van Halen at the age of 65 is a worldwide story. Again, the music that will live in our minds forever. Eddie Van Halen has passed away at the age of 65. The 2020 Billboard Music Awards are getting close, and there's going to be a lot of performances. And this is an annual all-genre show, so this means good good news for country fans. Uh, Not only is Garth going to perform, but he's going to be adding another award to his trophy case. He's going to be presented the Billboard Icon Award. Also really cool for Kane Brown. He's going to be performing his collaboration with Sway Lee and Kelly. Yes. Can I play that? Yes, I love that song. Be like that. Yes. Kane Brown goes like this. Got me thinking I might be better on my own. I hate you blowing up my phone. I wish I never met you. <clears throat> Sometimes it be like that. But I'm not myself. Tonight you're gone. There ain't no way I'm moving on. I'm not afraid to need you back. Sometimes it be like that. And Kane is also up for top country artist, top country male artist and top country album um he's in the performance lineup with with alicia keys post malone kelly clarkson's going to be hosting and it's going to be october 14th on cmt and again garth brooks the icon performing that's going to be huge i toasted you said honey we may be thrilled but you'll never hear me complain because i got friends in Guess what? Oh, I'll be okay. I'm not big on social graces. Think I'll slip on down to the oasis. So I've got friends in low places. So the Billboard Awards, October 14th on NBC. And we've told you that Dolly Parton has her album out. It's a Holly Dolly Christmas. A number of collaborations are featured on the album, including Dolly Parton teaming with Jimmy Fallon Hmm? from The Tonight Show. (laughs) Yeah, they did their own take on the song, All I Want for Christmas Is You. It's Dolly Parton and Jimmy Fallon. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. What's that? Christmas, I won't even wish for snow. No, no. I just want to keep. 
Dolly Parton and Jimmy Fallon with their version of All I Want for Christmas is You. And that's your country music news on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have Christy Pulliam on with us this morning from the Foundation of Arts in Jonesboro. And I hate to tell you this, but we actually interrupted her morning. (laughs) Christy, I apologize for interrupting the fun start of your day of washing dishes. Wasn't it? I was doing dishes. Who in the world wakes up at 7 o'clock in the morning and decides to wash (laughs) some dishes? Well, the people who don't do it the night before. (laughs) Hey, at least you didn't leave them stacked (laughs) up until this afternoon, right? Well, I guess so, yeah. But I have been known to do that, too. All right, so what did you have for dinner last night? What did you have to clean off? Okay, well, let's see here. It was actually my kids' frozen pizza dishes Mm -hmm. because, and I'm mad at them. They're going to have to hear about it today because... They didn't clean up their own mess. I'm glad it's just not me. Coffee cups. You know, it's that kind of stuff. It's not terrible. I actually had Pizzoli's last night. Ooh. (laughs) I had that the other night, too, and it was good. No dishes for that. What do you get when you go through Fazoli's? Okay, well, my favorite is the spaghetti with meat sauce. Just I'm I'm plain Jane, but it's just really good flavor. I think it's great. And see, because I, I normally get the sampler where there's like four compartments of food. And the one I say, I used to do that. Oh, yeah. I, I, the one I save for last, I'll tell you my order. Typically, I go fettuccine Alfredo first, and then I'll do probably, okay. I can't remember the, then the noodles that just, what are those ziti noodles or whatever? Yeah. And then yeah. I go spaghetti. Yeah. Lasagna. And then I end it with la, the lasagna. That's like the, uh-huh. the dessert. Listen, their lasagna is the bomb. I like the baked spaghetti. It really is. And for the, you like the baked ziti? The baked spaghetti with cheese baked on it. spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's hard to beat. But you know, that plate's so hot when they come mm-hmm. and give it out. I can't eat it right away, you mm-hmm. know, and I'm one of those. How many breadsticks for you on the average meal? Only one. Really? Brandon? Yes, I have to savor it. Do you drag your breadstick through the leftover sauce? Of course. There we go! <laughs> well, that was a free ad for Fazoli's. Maybe they should send us some food. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what's right? up? Uh, Somebody needs to tell them that. I mean, come on now. So let's talk about the Foundation of Arts because, you know, okay. we, we talked to you, um, and it seems like you guys always have different stuff and fun stuff going on, trying to get people involved with the arts, to come out and enjoy the arts, either to participate or to watch. And one of the deals that really seems to work every time you do it is anything that involves princesses, it seems like it's a big deal. Well, listen, what little girl does not love princesses of some kind? No, no. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it might even be it might even be just like Tinkerbell. I don't guess she's technically a princess. What do y'all think? I mean, but, but she's in it. Yeah. No work. Is she the I mean, one? Work. Is she the one that has the butterfly wings? Is that Tinkerbell? She's a fairy, yes. Yeah, a fairy. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Not butterfly wings. Yeah, she is. She's technically a fairy, I guess. All right, I'll I'll stop so, talking okay. about princesses. So we're not strict rule followers over here at the FOA. Well, that's good. We're not strict <laughs> we rule followers here either. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on with the so princess show? We are we are strict rule followers when it comes to those COVID guidelines. Oh yeah, yeah. you have we to. We are be. following those guidelines very very well. It's a it's a hard thing sometimes to get our volunteers to get that done. I'll. You know, all the uh, social distancing or the intake procedures and that kind of stuff. But but we are really doing the best we can. 
So back to princesses um, for a second. You guys have a princess show yeah. that's coming up. And, and what happened was, you know, you do one of these and the response is so big and people are like, hey, you, you need to do this again. And you actually are bringing it back next week, right? Yes, we did it last month. And oh my goodness, the little girls and their moms and their grandmas and every, everybody was just, they thought it was a hoot. It was so much fun. It was so good, and it was real, a real tight show, and um, I think it's just time to bring it back and let some more little girls enjoy it. So tell us what happens so at the Princess pretty. Show. Okay, so sing along. Oh, yeah. So there's some great, huge pictures in the back. All the girls, all the princesses are dressed up in all the regalia, and you you see with these great lights, on them, you see them singing these songs that everyone knows. You you see the lyrics, you can sing along. But of course, the little girls don't have to read the lyrics; they already know. Yeah, that's the cool. Song. So they're singing and dancing. There's a whole dance that goes with it, and all those princesses are coming out one at a time. But then they all come out at the end and sing the big song that everyone knows. And have just the, the best time. And then they meet in the plaza for, for pictures. Oh, wow. And that's always fun. So the little girls get to meet the princesses. It really is a cool thing. No kidding. So that's like, happening. It's a great show. Real tight show. Next weekend? Yeah. Yes, next weekend. Saturday and Sunday. Go to our website, org. You can get your tickets there. We are seating um, at the door just to make sure that we're all social distancing. Right. But it's really a normal thing that is happening for these little girls, and I really think children need normal things no, I do too. <laughs> right now. And so it's a, it's a really good thing. Tell us about House of but Villains, you know, because I know, yeah, you know as we're looking at uh, Halloween coming up, you all have a special run of House of Villains that starts on the 24th and runs through Halloween. Yes, House of Villains. It is, you know how these crazy college kids and high schoolers love these haunted houses? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're really scary and creepy, and I don't know. Do y'all like those? I'm scared of them. I, I, run, I run out of okay. them every time. The chainsaw gets me every time. I like watching oh, yeah. other people get scared, so. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, I don't, I've never been a good haunted house girl. I mean, the chainsaw, the screams, the, oh. the things that look a little too real to me, I just can't take it. I, yep. you know. I got enough scary stuff in my regular life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So tell us about House of Villains, though. Give me, give me okay, the basics. House of Villains is, is awesome. House of Villains is going to be so much fun. We're taking you all the way through the theater. Every villain you can think of is going to be in the House of Villains. Ooh. Okay, the lights are going to be amazing. I mean, we've got everything from the Phantom of the Opera to Zombies. To uh, Cruella Deville, uh, Ursula from The Little Mermaid. I mean, we've got the Queen of Hearts. We've got the Mean Girls. I mean, fine. Think of the villain. Yeah. And we've got them. Okay, so that's really fun. It's going to be lots of fun. It's going to be dark. We are social distancing, so we're and we're keeping the groups very small. So you've got to. Call, I think you either call or you go online. You, we have all the directions online. Right, okay. And you can call and get in, of course, and get tickets. But we are assigning time, right. almost like an escape room. 
Sure. Mm -hmm. That sounds so So, neat, though, um, because there's so many people, Christy, who will say, uh, you know, oh, here in Northeast Arkansas, there's not as much to do for our kids. And when you really look over at FOA Jonesboro, mm -hmm. uh, org, you're going to realize there is so much for kids to do just with you guys. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Almost every weekend. Yeah. And definitely classes, you know, once a week classes that you can register for at any time of the year. So, but this House of Villains, I want to tell you one more thing. Okay. There is some scary stuff, just, but not terribly scary. Okay. Like we don't have any chainsaw chases. This is a no touch experience. Okay. So nobody's going to jump out and grab you or anything crazy like that. But it is something where I think the teenagers and the college kids ought to try it. We won't disappoint. No, and as I listen to it, you know, I'm thinking about, because Kai's always said, Dad, I want to go through a haunted house, but I know my son, right? Mm -hmm. He's he's 11. He's probably not oh, yeah. ready for one of the really scary, have-to-run-out-of-there type deals, but I think he would enjoy no. the thrill, so this really could be perfect. It really could be. I mean, we have Frankenstein. It's just, it's absolutely no touch. Nobody's going to get in your face and scream bloody murder. Nobody, nothing like that. No, okay? we're going to There's do nothing that could be real. It's just, the villains that you see in stories, lot great lighting, you know, some good sounds. We're even we're even we've even got zombies dancing to Thriller on the stage. What? Yep. Legit. In. We're it's, coming to that. I promise. We're coming. That's going to sound. That sounds really oh fun. My That's so awesome. Okay, so it's the twenty fourth through the thirty first. We're taking off Tuesday and Wednesday night okay. of that week, but that's it. Everything else, we're open. Gotcha. And again, all the info on the Princess Shows, House of Villains, Fall Classes and Registration, they can find all of that on your website this morning, right? Yes. There will even be a zombie made following your group to clean off any railings that the group might have touched. Nice. That's nice. So you guys really have it figured out, don't you? <laughs> We're trying, yes. Again, foajonesboro.org to find out about all of the stuff that goes on with the Foundation of Arts. And again, as we mentioned, if you're one of those parents who's like, there's not as much to do around here for my kids, when you really look for it, like FOA has so much going on that is kid-centric. And uh, Christy, we appreciate your time this morning, and we'll allow you to go back to your dishes. You guys are awesome. I could right. talk all day, but I know you've got other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great morning. Okay, bye-bye. All right, Christy Pulliam, the Foundation of Arts on this morning. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have Mandy Young on with us from the NEA Baptist uh, Center for Good Grief. We're talking Tuga's Project. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. How are you this morning? I am great. It's going to be a busy day at the Center for Good Grief. Yeah, and and the thing is, we, we talked to you a few weeks ago, and I think every time we get to hear about what the Center for Good Grief does, we realize that there are people who need help. There are people who are going through challenging times emotionally, and, and the idea behind what the NEA Baptist uh, Charitable Foundation has done is they've created this Center for Good Grief and said, hey, we want to help. Come on in. That's right. It is for anyone, uh, regardless of where they receive their health care. Um, we see children, teens, and adults. Um, that have lost a loved one. Yeah, and that's tough. And sometimes it's really tough to talk to people within the family about that. Sometimes it's easier to go out and really explain your emotions to somebody who you're not attached to on a daily basis. 
Absolutely. A lot of times people just need a listening ear and a little bit of guidance and a soundboard instead of advice or people trying to fix them, uh, like family and friends try to do often. So um, our grief therapists at the Center for Good Grief are excellent resources. Um, They know grief inside and out, and um, they do an excellent job of walking with people in their grief journey. So if somebody's going through a tough time right now with grief, what do they need to do to uh, to come in and talk to you all? Do they just need to make a phone call? Do they need to go online? How do they do that? Yeah, just a phone call. No referral. We do no billing, no insurance. Services are completely free. So they just give us a call at 870-936-7719. Uh, we often get asked where we're located. We're just off Browns Lane at 1717 Executive Square. Uh, we are not on the main medical campus. So you have a project going on, uh, Tuga's project, and we talked about this a few years ago, and we really love the idea behind this because you mentioned there are children who end up uh, going through and feeling grief, and they need somebody to talk to as well. And it's even tougher probably for a young child who's trying to navigate their own young life, and then something goes on that affects them. Uh, Tuga is something that you hand to these children. And say, hey, this is yeah. your buddy. This is going to be there. Tuga is going to help you. Uh, for people who haven't seen Tuga, what does Tuga look like and why is it useful? <laughs> Tuga was created by um, just a sketch drawing on a random napkin <laughs> in the middle of our uh, team meeting Wednesday morning. And he is about the shape um, and the size, height-wise, as a bowling pin, but he is quite squishy. He's orange, and he has stripes on his belly, and he wears a cape, and he has some crazy blue hair, but he is definitely a grief friend. Um, There's not a lot of words out there that sound real fun and enlightening when it comes to grief, and so Tuga is actually a Croatian word that means grief and deep sorrow, and so the name just stuck um, just with a quick Google search and um, all of us ladies just having a good time trying to come up with that special grief friend that we could give every kid and teen that come to our center. And we see these kids, you know, sometimes we see them every week or every other week or monthly, and often they have their Tuga with them. They take Tuga with them in their backpack to sleepovers, uh, to the grandparents' house on vacation. And Tuga's just there to hold and squeeze, catch the tears at the end of the day, um, scream into, um, or just play with. He really is just meant to be a grief friend uh, for the kids that come to the Center for Good Grief. Again, Mandy Young is on with us this morning. The thing I love about Tuga and really everything you do at the Center for Good Grief is that, again, there's no expense to it. You're not charging people. You're not trying to build the insurance or any of that stuff. Uh, but the way that uh, you all are able to do that and the way that you're able to have Tuga uh, produced to be able to give to these kids is through community events. And Tuga's project has really taken on a life of its own over the last couple of years because I think there's more people involved in fundraising this year than there even was last year. That's right. So Kim and Chris Bowler uh, founded the project for Tuga's project, and they wanted to implement it in their KFC Taco Bell location. So, so we have K- 50 KFC to- Taco Bell um, restaurants that are participating this year. And so when you go through their drive throughs you will be asked, do you want to donate a dollar to the NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief and help support the Grief Center uh, services that are offered? Um, We have a lot of local businesses that are participating, which is exciting. You can see it at NEA Baptist uh, Clinics 
Um, even the outlying clinics, uh, if you go to Windover or Wood Springs or Brooklyn or Paragold, um, and at the main uh, medical office building uh, there on the main campus, you will see Tuga's project information. We also have a whole list of the businesses that are participating this year on our Facebook page. And you can also get more information about Tuga's project at neabaptistfoundation.org. That's awesome. And again, we love the fact that you're doing this. And again, we can all be a part of helping. And again, when we help with this, we're going to help children who are dealing with grief and give them that grief friend. And maybe you're a corporate sponsor. Maybe there's somebody listening right now who's like, you know what? I'd just like to give some money to Mm -hmm. this because I love that. My family's gone through grief. If they just want to give you some money, they want to donate some money to the project. How can they do that? Yeah, they can give uh, securely on our website, neabaptistfoundation.org. There is a giving page, and there's also a Tugas Project tab that they can click on um, and give directly there. Um, They can um, also mail it to us at our physical address of 1717 Executive Square um, and drop it off there. We'd be glad to take those donations at any time. Again, you can find out more when you uh, search Tuga's Project, NEA Baptist. It's all over uh, the web, too, so if you want to go check it out. But Tuga's Project is happening right now. The NEA Baptist Center for Good Grief, a part of the Charitable Foundation. And Mandy Young joins us this morning, and we appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you guys so much. All right, have a great morning. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It is your K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. And Denise Snyder joins us on the phone this morning from City Youth Ministries. Good morning, Denise. Good morning. How are you? We're good this morning. How are you? Oh, great. Great. Are you used to the whole pandemic, everything's done uh, virtually and online at this point? Well, yeah, we're we're totally getting there. <laughs> We obviously um, are. I'm totally ready for it to go away. Yeah. Um, but we are we are learning to deal with it as well as possible. So as we look at that, how has the pandemic and social distancing affected City Youth Ministries? Because City Youth was always about getting kids after school to come into your facility and and helping them through whatever they're going through in life and teaching them different skills. And obviously, that's probably more difficult right now. Well, you know, it, it has definitely been different, but in a really odd way to put a, a different slant on it, it has caused us to look at things with different eyes, with new eyes. And, you know, that's always a good thing. Right. And um, once we came up with a plan, we went last March, we reflected, and we came up with a new plan to begin ministering to the families and the kids. We've been on go. Um, we delivered over 2,600 hot meals to our, to our community um, with the help of local businesses that were incredibly generous. Um, we did a soft opening to where we are. We are so blessed. We're implementing all of the, you know, health requirements and ADH guidelines. Um, we've got kids coming in. We took our program. We dissected it and just totally came up with a safe way to move through our building. So far, we've not been, um, you know, shut down by COVID at wow. all. What I'm really excited about is how we've, we've actually doubled um, our programming. We've extended our programming. We have virtual learners. We have 12 uh, Jonesboro Public Schools uh, learners, virtual learners. We pick them up at noon 
We give them lunch. They get they have a one-on-one facilitator, um, ASU students, ASU professors, ASU grads, um, that are helping them by encouraging them and, and working with them through um, their assignments. Mm-hmm. But what's really neat is then they're getting to stay until 6 o'clock and be with our their friends and peers through our regular programming. Right, so great. we've actually doubled down on what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we've, we've really been blessed. The community has been phenomenal to us. There's a line in a Whitney Houston song. It says, I believe the children are our future. Mm-hmm. Teach them well, mm-hmm. let them lead the way. And that's really what mm-hmm. City Youth is all about, is, is getting these mm-hmm. kids and teaching them, because they will lead this area in the future. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, now my new mantra basically is that now more than ever, um, our community needs City Youth Ministries. And it's not just the families and the children that need City Youth, but it is truly, like you said, our community. Um, and so, man, the community stepping up and answering the call and like I said, we've got fresh eyes. I yeah. love fresh eyes. I love thinking outside the box. And that's exactly what we've done at City Youth. So I heard about this deal going on on Friday, October the 30th. It's called Trick or Sweet at the Embassy mm-hmm. Suites. Give me the vision behind what this is going to be. Well, it's really a great way to meet a community need and to raise money for City Youth. Craig Pomerinke contacted me um, about two weeks ago. They want to host a fundraiser where area businesses can buy a booth for $50. Um, also, area politicians, you know, it's a political season, so we're inviting local candidates to participate. You, you send a check for $50 to City Youth Ministries, uh, Embassy Suites will provide a booth, and um, on October the 30th from 4 to 7, um, these businesses can come and market their business or their candidacy, and then also pass out candy to area children and youth ages 13 and under from 4 until 7, um, so it's a twofer. You know, these are moms. And families are getting a really safe, great atmosphere to bring their children um, trick-or-treating to get candy. And our businesses have an amazing marketing opportunity. Uh, Lost Pizza is going to be there selling pizzas. So mom can pick the child up from school, put them in their costume, bring them to city, mm-hmm. uh, to Embassy Suites, get a pizza, feed them, take them home, and put them to bed. That's There's awesome. just nothing better than mm-hmm. that. <laughs> So if people want to be a part of that, what's the easiest way that they can get a booth for uh, Trick or Sweet? Right. The easiest way is to contact City Youth Ministries at 333-1456 and just call us, uh, send us a check at Post Office Box 627-72403. Either of those two avenues are a great way to get signed up. And um, also, you can go on to our cityyouthministries.com, our webpage, and you can um, sign up through that. In the comments, you could put, you know, table for uh, trick or sweet. Mm-hmm. Also, though, Families, Inc. is helping us with a totally new way of having our downtown J-Town. We're yep. looking also for $25 sponsors for children to be our runners. And also, we are looking for candy for that event on the morning of October 31st. So you can donate on that also on our uh, webpage, uh, citiesministries.com. 
you can send $25 through that venue um, to sponsor a child in our downtown J-Town, or you can bring us a bag of candy at 118 Burke. We're, we're needy, aren't we? No, but the <laughs> no, deal is awesome. you provide such a great service for this area, and then as you look uh, at this, you know, not only are we raising money for City Youth Ministries, we're also giving young people things to do on Halloween when mm-hmm. there's all these questions about yes. what's going to be allowed and are we going to be able mm-hmm. to trick-or-treat and go door-to-door? You guys really have things for them to do. So I think it's dual purpose, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Yes. Yeah, you're exactly right. Dual purpose. There are so many needs, but there are so many fun and great ways to meet the need, and that's absolutely what we're doing all weekend, um, the weekend of the 30th and the 31st. And again, you can find out more on the website this morning, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, City Youth Ministries at cityyouthministries.com, absolutely, or call our building, 333-1456 or 932-9398. Denise Snyder joins us this morning, City Youth Ministries. You've done a great job there with the programming and and really doing uh, great stuff with that, and we appreciate your time. Thank you. We appreciate you so very much. Y'all have a great rest of the day. You too. Denise Snyder, City Youth Ministries, on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. The K-Fine Breakfast Club is powered by Families, Inc. And we have Ronnie West on the phone with us this morning. Uh, I'm not sure if we woke you, uh, if we woke you up or what. Uh, have you been oh. awake for a long time this morning? Yes. You have? <laughs> She's not gas. Yes. Because River of Hope is something that you have poured so much energy into over the years. And you all have a big event happening tonight. We do have a big event tonight. It's at the Jonesboro um, Elks Lodge. So uh, let's go back for people who might not have heard of River of Hope. Tell us why you've really worked for so many years to fundraise for Arkansas Children's Hospital. Um, I, I had River in 2002, and he was born with a condition called bradycardia, right. and that's low heart rate. So the second day of his life, he received a pacemaker. Oh, wow. And really, they saved his life. His um, heart rate was in the 30s, and then sometimes he would not even have a heart rate. So now he's currently on his third pacemaker. He's going to be 18 this month. Wow. And he's the picture of health because of all the angels down there at that hospital. But now we're able to um, raise money and help support our local clinic here in Jonesboro, which is a specialty clinic. And it's helping families to not have to do, you know, at a time like that, the worst thing you want to do is travel. And a lot of families don't have the money and the time. It's just So we're going to bridge that gap and hopefully get all those specialty clinics up and going. Let's talk about um, if we can rewind almost 18 years. You know, you're pregnant. Were things, did things seem normal up until, you know, basically River was here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Everything. Well, um, I was six months pregnant when we detected because medicine has come so far. Right. And then I had to do follow up in Little Rock, you know, and do that travel back and forth. Right. So if moms can go and get the test that I received and follow up here, because children doesn't just work, you know, at birth, they start working with you before right. in conjunction with UAMS. Well, and the deal is, you know, most of us have to go to work and we have jobs and families exactly. and all this different stuff. Life does not stop. Yeah, you just can't take off and spend a whole day in Little Rock. It's not that easy. No, it's not that easy. And, the, you know, everything just seems very minimal when you hear things about your baby. And even the minimal things, it doesn't matter if it's your baby, you know? Oh, yeah. There's minor and there's major, but when it's yours, it's everything's major. So it seems like the Jonesboro Elks Lodge has really been uh, been there to help River of Hope ever since you launched it. Um, you know, they have, and this year um, it was really challenging to ask people to do anything. As everybody knows, 
We've all faced different challenges, and I wasn't going to go asking anyone to do a thing. Right. And the guys out there said, you can't not do it. Right. That's just ridiculous. And then the Arkansas brothers are always willing to bring a good time. And, you know, let's face it, it's not safe to get crowds together. Right. So we're going to play outside. We're going to have masks available. We just want to really celebrate and raise awareness of this clinic. So when we look at, let's just look at the temp, the forecast for today. Sunshine throughout the afternoon, a high around 83. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. So like the low way overnight tonight is going to be 60. So really you picked what's going to end up being a perfect day to do something outdoors. Agreed. So you mentioned the Arkansas Brothers. I guess that means we have some music going on tonight. Heck yes. And I need live music in my life, don't we all? <laughs> yes. So what else? Yes, you, have, yes, yes. you have the Arkansas Brothers. You have live music. You have it outside on a beautiful night. What else is happening? Um, we're going to have barbecue plates for $10, and the Elks is providing that. And we have some Quisenberry sauce, all different types. If y'all have tried his sauce, it's amazing. And um, Bella's is going to do our beans, and we'll have drinks if you would enjoy a drink after a long day. <laughs> and then we're going to have a silent auction with lots of beautiful art. We're going to raffle off some great um, baskets. And a gun. Can we say that? A gun. Well, I mean, yeah, well, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but the great thing about this is, again, it's going to be a fun night and it's going to go to help Arkansas Children's Hospital. And most people who live in Northeast Arkansas know somebody who has had to go to Children's, a family right. or, or somebody in their own family or a friend who's had to go. And I think it's a great cause. Yes, it's a wonderful hospital that does great things. And like I said, we're still working really hard to raise awareness and get these specialty clinics up and going to help families through these times. And what's the deal? I see there's a bowling tournament coming up in November. Yes, um, we're going to start forming teams for the bowling tournament, and that's going to be November 1st at 1 o'clock. Um, it's $100 for a team of four, and it's just going to be a really good time. If you visited Hijinks, they they bring it. Oh, yeah. Amber there has helped set this up for us. And if anybody wants more info on that, I can get it to them. Yeah, let's talk about the spots that people can go. Are there Facebook pages or websites people can yeah, find uh, out more about River Facebook's of Hope? probably the most accessible, and anybody can private message me if they like more info, or they can go to River of Hope, and Hutchings also has that All right. on well, their page. I know you have a busy day today. It sounds like a fun night, too, at the Elks. Uh, the Arkansas it's Brothers. It's a great night. I hope to see you all there. Blues and barbecue. And, again, Ronnie West joins us on this morning. Hey, have a great day and uh, plenty oh, of success yeah. as you go throughout this. Hey, I appreciate you all. All right. Have a great morning. You, too. Bye. All right. It's the K-Fine Breakfast Club, which is powered by Families, Inc. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Really? He yeah. is... Man's best friend. He is our best friend. He is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care. Good morning. Good, Good morning, morning, Dr. Reed. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. I kind of got an early start. And, you know, I, was, I had to drop something off at the office uh, right around before daybreak. Yeah. And I was driving by the studio parking lot mm-hmm. and i think i actually saw kelly's breath this morning really what yeah i saw your breath her what her breath my her- breath yeah when you were breathing you know it was cool enough i could see the see the smoke you're the right it was it was cold this morning <laughs> well hope you enjoyed it <laughs> Well, so, yeah, it was it was nice. She, Kevin, she she's sweating. <laughs> she has just now turned the heater off in the room, and she has her head down, which oh, pretty much is very reminiscent of her education. Listen, what is 
what's happening on the show right now. Hey, I read a thing this morning. According to a new study, dogs um, do get excited when they see their owner, but... According to the study, they say that dogs get more excited to see other dogs. What do you think of that? Um, I think I think they do. I mean, you know, I see enough dogs day in and day out, and, you know, a lot of them come in real happy wagging their tail, but, you know, if they're, like, in our treatment area in a kennel and another dog comes in, you know, usually they, you know, that they prick their ears up, they start wagging their tail, you know, they stand up, so... I think, you know, they see one of their own kind. And, and, you know, I mean, they're happy to see us, but I think we they know that we're our, their meal provider. So, you know, it all may be a big act. Just, oh, yeah, I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you're home. Now, put some food in my bowl. Yes. Listen, listen, doctor, <laughs> yeah. I know we come to you for um, advice on our dogs, but I'm going to have to uh, disagree oh, with this whole study. Because when my dogs see me, it is like light has come from the sky and been dropped down, and they're very excited. Well, that may be true in your case. I mean, Aww. she is the exception That's to the just, rule. Yeah, maybe so. I, probably so. Probably so. So, what do you have uh, for us today? A lot of times you have information that we can use and share and educate people with for Wet Nose Wednesday. What do you have this morning? Well, that was what kind of spurred that when I saw Kelly's breath this morning. Yes. Um, it, you know, I think we need to stay the course with our flea and tick and heartworm preventive. Don't let these cooler temperatures, you know, give you a false sense of security that you can stop any of that because obviously fleas are around, ticks are around, and mosquitoes are always around. I don't think they ever go away. No, so and like today we're back up to the 80s. Fall and winter, don't stop your preventive medication. Do you think a lot of people do that? They think, oh, there's no way they're going to survive. I'm going to save a little bit of money and then just wait that six months without it. Yeah, when you look at when you look at the statistics for compliance, you know, and you're supposed to be given heartworm preventing, for example, 12 months out of the year, you know, statistics show that probably most clients only administer seven to eight months out of the year. But so you think about the expense of doing the preventative, right? But the expense of actually having to treat heartworms or fleas and ticks, I mean, that adds up real quick. Oh, yeah, probably 10 to 15 times what it would cost to prevent, you know, prevent an infection with heartworms, for example, because the treatment is very costly. It's hard on the on the dog. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just the old adage, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It definitely yeah. applies here. Well, it's kind of like if your your animals are supposed to be like your children, you wouldn't Tell your kid, oh, no, we're not going to get the vaccine. We'll just wait until you need it. If you knew it was something that was recommended, you would probably go and do it. Well, yeah, you know, that's the whole idea behind, you know, wellness care and prevention is, again, you know, it's much easier to give something on a regular basis and, you know, not ever have to really worry about developing a condition or a disease than it is to treat it and then, you know, and then feel guilty because you didn't, didn't provide that preventive care. Great advice right there. And again, he is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of the Brandon Baxter in the morning radio program. He is Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro. Y'all have an awesome day. All right. You too, you man. Too. We'll talk to you later. All right. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, don't forget the show has a podcast. It is the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. And you can check it out wherever you get podcasts. So if it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, we're in all those places. 
We're also on Alexa. You can just say, Alexa, play the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, and you can listen to us all throughout your house. So cool ways to do Mm -hmm. that. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The 2020 pre-debate special, Pence versus Harris on ABC. Following that is the vice presidential debate on all the major networks. Mike Pence debates Kamala Harris. This time the candidates will be separated by plexiglass barrier and your moderator will be Susan Page from USA Today. That's interesting because uh, the whole deal with the plexiglass, I think it was was Pence who was like, hey, I haven't been around Trump because... Obviously, Trump has tested positive mm-hmm. for COVID. There's all the questions and precautions mm-hmm. going into tonight's debate. The Masked Singer is on tonight and the series premiere of Devils. Uh, this is Patrick Dempsey is the CEO of a bank that's involved in a global conspiracy. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.